that I was going to ask you, and I forgot. Well, that's fine, Chili, because I, I think this episode is going to be all about you. Listeners. <laughs> no, you ain't just going to talk about what you want to talk about Thank today. you for joining back in with the 3 of 7 podcast I'm crew sick here. Of sick um, of it. We've got a lot to discuss. It's it's getting near Christmas time. Uh, the first thing, the first order of business here, <clears throat> in the spirit of <clears throat> gosh, the, what the crap? the first order of business here in in um in light of the Christmas spirit, I want to present uh, our team member original Chili with his Christmas gift for the Christmas season. I don't like get. I don't like getting gifts. I don't like you, giving gifts. Now look, here's here's Chili's gift here, wrapped in a dry bag. Now you don't get to keep the wrapping. Oh, but um, but you 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 the gift is inside. Okay, so he should get to keep it as much as he flips his kayak over. Merry Christmas, Chili. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Go Thank ahead you. and open that up. Let's tell the listeners what Chili got for Christmas. Nah, I think I'll just let it sit. No, here. really, you you have you have to open it. I, uh, I don't even know what. We we gotta see. I don't even know what it is. Let's see what Chili here if, gets. If this isn't some kind of a joke, then why? Here's Chili opening his Christmas present. I just realized today we might not see each other until uh, after Christmas. It's it's coming on quick. We got to go to Arizona here oh, soon. I know. I know what this is. What do you got there, Chili? <laughs> Son. Well. Lay what, it flat. What? Lay it flat. You better lay that joker <coughs> flat, son. Here's chili. If this ain't some joke, why'd you do Christmas this? gift? Good lord. Let's see what we got here. Son. <laughs> How about that? Now, now take That's that. Not... Now hold that thing up and show that. Show that to the camera real quick. That's that. That's that. That's that Missouri duty weapon. <laughs> So, what do you think about that, Chili? You ain't never oh. seen no duty weapon, have you? Oh, not like that, son. <laughs> Chili, God, look at that thing, dude. Did you get him some ammo? Yeah. You see what caliber that is, Chili? Take one of them rounds out. Take a look at that, son. Good Lord. You got to do some more CrossFit before you shoot that. You know, I figured. Yeah, I ain't got the I ain't got the haunches to hoist that around. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have Good to gosh. take one of those out. Yeah, I see it. Look, man, that is a bear gun. Yeah. Well. Yeah, forty-four mag. How many? We grains? talked about that the other day. How many grains is 240? that? Two forty. Two forty. So Chili got a new duty weapon for Christmas here. Um, <clears throat> what is that thing, Chili? What what type of pistol is that? That's actually my favorite pistol that was ever made. I absolutely love that gun. What a Ruger! The, that specific Ruger. Tell the people what it is. Super Red Hawk, Alaskan. That's the Alaskan model. Forty-four mag. That is the pistol that our instructors in Kodiak, Alaska, carried to. Uh, well, yeah. To keep the Kodiak bears in the springtime off of them. Six rounds. I mean, it is. It, it's. I just figured. We need to get Chili a weapon. He ain't hardly going to hit nothing. <laughs> but we needed to get Chili a duty weapon where if he rolls on that thing, son, 
it's going to knock somebody down whether he hits them or not. And if he hits them, I don't care where he hits them. It's sure enough going to knock them down. If you've got a good, safe place to send around and you don't want to kill someone, you just that's less lethal than just the concussion off of it. <laughs> but you can only shoot this in double action, so don't pull the trigger back and shoot it like that. You just only shoot it like that because then you know that you're meaning to shoot it on purpose. <laughs> When you pull it in double action, you just got to really get it pulled back. You know, that right there is the the king of all handguns. Well, this thing's serious here. I mean, what? what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Why did you do this, though? When you wield that thing. He just wanted to see me carry it around. Yeah. That's really all it is. Look, now you got to get you a good holster for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that guy my dad was showing you the other night. The yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get can him make you one. I'll get him to make one. You look might at, need to get a chest holster for that. Look at the yeah. freaking bore on that. Look at that, dude. <laughs> look at that. That's a man stopper. When right you there. wield that thing, you can shoot through walls, car doors, grizzly bears. It don't matter. Well, I tell you what. Glock. Who needs a dang Glock when you got that thing? <laughs> Six rounds of 44. That is a chili special right I, there. I appreciate it. Seriously, thank you. But, I mean, wh why'd you do that? You should have just told me to go buy it. Because, man, I wanted to, three or seven project wanted to gift you something with something for being such a faithful team member. So, so he's got to build me up before he's about to tear me down. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It might be hard for him to tear you down after building you up that that high. A man got two hundred and forty a box of two hundred and forty grains there. You can't tear him down too much. <laughs> well, that's pretty freaking awesome. I mean, that, Merry Christmas, Chili. Well, Merry Christmas. That's pretty serious there. Now look, don't let Jeff take that thing from you. Oh, oh he'll like that. He'll like this. You know, he's gonna he gonna try to buy that thing off. That's a rare gun, man. Yeah, you don't. You don't much. find those. I mean, you can't find those. The the Red Hawk, the Alaskan. Oh, okay. The Alaskan, yeah. You you can't find them, son. So you well, just hang on to that. Now now, you know. Now I do expect you to carry that. Dang, Blake, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I do expect you to carry this now on missions. That way, no. Listen, you, you know, if I'm out there with my little. Glock or something, and it just ain't doing the job. I want to be able to look back at you and say, "Hey, man, ki kill this thing." <laughs> well, several things come to mind. The uh, the paddle trip. You think I wouldn't have shot this out there? I'd have just gave a couple warning shots to that dude who uh, oh, yeah. tried to ease up on us on the bank, and uh, and. Yeah, I told you all these missions where we got to be your security, man. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I can do it with this. Yeah, yeah. I, I that you know that's the thing. I that yeah. that is the king of all handguns, dude. So we've got it now. Um, you better put your man hands on that thing when you decide you well, want to shoot. You know, oh, look yeah. at look at how the grip. Look at how the grip on that thing. How it's such a straight angle and it's a full grip. I bet the recoil is going to be pretty manageable. Given the way that frame is designed, you got one of these, Blake. Mm -mm. Well, you need. We got to be double carrying these. 
Yeah, that's a no. That's that, you only need one of them on hand. <laughs> yeah, that's like the RPG. All right. Yep. So that that came from our uh, our our local gun sh- gun shop, Rome Gun and Pawn. I know a lot of you guys listening to the podcast are local or are at least in the area, and some of you guys actually come to Rome just to see Rome because you listen to the podcast. I was walking out of Doug's Deli the other day, and um, there were two uh, fans of the podcast. And uh, I heard they were down the sidewalk. They said, hey, Chad. I turned around and went up and talked to them. Um, I won't mention their name on here. I don't want to, you know, they, I want to keep their privacy. But uh, they said, yeah, man, we just listened to the podcast. We wanted to come down and see what Rome was like. And and uh, they were going in the, the canoe house there. Mm. And I just happened to be walking out of Doug's Deli, and they turned around and saw me. So I had a wonderful conversation with them. So if you guys are ever in Rome, the best gun shop we have in Rome, hands down, in my opinion, Blake may argue this, but is Rome Gun and Pawn. No, that's the best one. They they have the the best prices. They have great inventory, in my opinion. It's just like this this Kodiak pistol right here. I mean, these things are hard to find. Yeah. They only had one, um, but you know, usually when you go in there, you're gonna see something that you don't see everywhere else. And the mm-hmm. prices, you know what I love about it. The price on the freaking tag is the price that you pay. Yeah, yeah, and ain't you, you ain't you ain't getting a you know all this tax and stuff added on to it when you go up to the register. So and they're all it's you know everyone in there is family except like one or two people. That yeah, work in there. The good people, man. They've yeah. been pretty well stocked with ammo as far as they have. It's been going yeah till we come in there. Yeah, <laughs> no, they they did have a, a boatload of five five six in there today. Yeah, they had probably. Five, six, ten thousand rounds, something like that. So, um, five, six, or ten, something like that, somewhere between five and ten. But just go ahead and set that hog leg out there on the table, man. <laughs> just set it out. Go ahead and set that hog leg out there on the table. The the listeners or the people watching on YouTube, they'll wanna they'll wanna be able to see that thing. <clears throat> Gosh almighty, son. Hey. That ain't nothing. That daggone pistol right there, that's sexier than any woman that ever walked the face of the earth. What's wrong with you? I'm going to go ahead and tell you. <clears throat> daggone. That's son. a bad unit. Oh, that, that's <laughs> the. Listen. <laughs> that is the baddest unit. God. <laughs> yeah, you carry that around on your chest, don't you? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people that backpack and, in, in, uh, you know, up in the grizzly country, they'll wear a chest holster. It's a thing, and then, you know, the Well, the, the last there. time I had a had a duty weapon on, you know, undercover, had my running shorts on, I just stuffed it in my running shorts. You remember that? Yeah. That, that was that little thirty eight special. Yeah, that didn't work too well. Uh-huh. I to, well. I can't, I can't just stuff that down the pocket. While that gun is real heavy... You know, when you deploy on at the Space Force, the the weight of it won't really be. Oh Lord, concerned. I don't use that, that in space. That'll handle anything on Mars or No, we got That's our true. Own, we got our own guns in space. <laughs> That's true, Blake. I didn't even think about that. It doesn't matter how heavy the weapon is when when you don't have gravity. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. especially when you know, it doesn't really matter the weight of your body when you're doing pull ups in, in space either. Boy, gravity has been <sighs> taking a toll on me. I don't think y'all know. You don't really get it. Gravity affects a man that's been in space 
way more than it affects y'all. Mm. Well, and your oxygen too. Well, your oxygen intake. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with that, but my, my the gravity. It's it's basically like I've got a thousand pounds extra force on me that y'all don't have. Yeah. So so really, relatively, I did better than both of y'all on the pull-ups. <laughs> given that fact. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I don't even know. I I, I want to tell y'all real quick before we dig into PT. I don't know if y'all have seen this, but. I had three, some of y'all that listen to the podcast, I know you're not on Instagram, all right? And and that's why I want to tell you this. I had three of these custom pieces of art printed by Prairie Fire Art Company. I had dual tridents printed in the margin. Yeah, if you're watching, it's the centerpiece of our podcast studio. The title of the piece of artwork is Execute, 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 which is... Um, very important to me. Uh, that was what the the episode that I did with Andy um, was titled. <clears throat> that I use those three words in my speeches when I go and speak, uh, and it's a very accurate portrayal of combat operations. It's really cool how this piece of art, is, the down to every single detail. Um, from the laser to the, the the optic to the nods to the helmet to the uniform, everything is accurate. That's what I loved about it. And then you pair it with a title, execute, execute, execute. And I just, man, I, is, I'm not an art guy, but that piece of art just struck me. So I had three of them made. And the frame. Yes. And, um... We had them custom framed by a friend of ours, Eric Harris. He's got a, a framing, uh, not, well, a, woodworking. a woodworking company called Timber Hayes Company. And so Eric took those three prints and he custom framed them all from the same piece of lumber. So he tied all three of the prints together uh, by using the same piece of lumber to frame all three of them. And it, man, it just came out magnificent. So we have one here in the podcast studio. The other one I sent to Andy at first form because of the podcast we did together. That episode stayed up at like number one on the charts for a long, long time. And it gave us access to, uh, to be able to reach a lot of you guys that are probably listening to this podcast. So I appreciated that so much. That was so special to me that uh, Andy, you know, has become a friend of mine and, and opened that platform up to me. I sent him the other print. The third print, we decided to auction on Instagram in order to raise money for a scholarship program that we are going to have for 2022 or a scholarship fund, essentially, that we're going to have for 2022. What happens with the training that we offer? Because it's so small, it's so intimate, we don't try to scale it. Um, it's just, in my opinion, we set the standard for training across the board with the basic course, the proving grounds, and now these advanced missions that we have coming in 2022. But ultimately, because it is so small and intimate, the price of the price to come and participate in training is not cheap. Uh, we keep it as cheap as we possibly can, but we can't charge 500 bucks a student and have 50 
or 100 students because it's just not going to be the same quality training. So um, that's the way we run training. Well, obviously, there are plenty of people out there that can't afford to pay, you know, a couple thousand dollars to come and train on the basic course or the proving grounds, whatever. Um, so, but we that's why we're starting this scholarship fund is to help those people. And a lot of times, the people that need, some of the people that need the training the most, they need the training because they're in a bad spot in life. Mm-hmm. You know, financially with their career, with their family, they're in a bad spot. And those are the people that sometimes benefit the most from the training. Mm -hmm. So we're starting that scholarship fund, and that's what this auction is all about. The auction ends Friday at uh, 8 p.m. Let me make sure that's right. If you guys want to bid on this piece of art, you will have to create an Instagram page Go find me on there, Chad Wright 278 and bid in the comments. Yeah, it ends Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so we got a few more days to bid on this. The current bid, <laughs> the current highest bid <laughs> is from CNC Machines. This guy's down in Florida. It's $20,000 on this piece of art. I mean, he he really he really upped the game. Uh, it went from Jonah Bunch with Bunch, Bunch's diesel performance. Yeah, Chili's got his shirt on today. Jonah had bidded sixty eight hundred, and then this which was like just yeah. a. I mean, now when I saw that, I was like, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was awesome. And then uh, CNC Machines comes in and. Uh, Hits hits the twenty grand and just takes it up a notch. So um or two, yeah or two, and so that's where it's at, man. And man, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, whatever this this uh, piece of art goes for, it's completely unique. I'll never have another one of these printed with the dual tridents in the bottom mar- margin. Another thing with the one that we are auctioning off here, I will. I am going to personally sign the piece of art by the request of the person who um, gets the highest bid, right? Mm -hmm. So it'll be completely unique. It's tied together with ours, with Andy's, because of the framing. And, um, yeah, I'm just thankful that that you guys are participating in it. And if you haven't placed a bid and you want to go place a bid, find the post, go place a bid, man. Yeah. It's, It's an awesome piece of art, man. I don't know if you guys like it as much as I do, but I really like it. Oh, that's pretty awesome, and I think the frame adds a whole new thing. Oh, yeah. it does. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it really does. It It makes it, I don't know, it, it makes it more of a complete piece. Yeah. And it ties all three together. It ties all three together. Because there's only three of those. I think that's what's, that's what's really cool about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's coming up soon. What do you want? What, what What do you want for Christmas, Blake and Chad? Oh Lord, that's a good question. How do you get How oh, do you get you something when y'all you know, have everything you You know what I wanted for Christmas? I think somebody will get this for me. I want a good thermos. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like a a big one that I that I can pour a bunch of coffee in mm-hmm. that will keep the coffee warm 
for three or four hours. Oh, dude, you're going to have like 50 thermoses now. Well, oh, no, no. I think I, I'm not asking the listeners to send me a thermos. Okay, yeah. I just wanted uh, to clear it up. Yeah. You would have likely gotten more thermoses. Well, than- yeah. I, I want something that won't spill. Like, I drink out of cups at home, and I always knock them over and get water everywhere. Like, I want something that I can drink out of it without having to open a cap. Like an anti-gravity cup that could just hang Like there. a mud jug. Like He needs a mud jug. What to, to I, No. <laughs> I need I need something that's an open container, like a cup, but when I knock it over, it won't spill. So I ain't got to, you know, like this water bottle here. I got to open the cap and fool with that and then drink. I want something that's open. I think they make kids' cups like that, don't they, Blake? Well, he wants something without a top that when you turn it upside down, somehow you'll be able to drink it, but the water wouldn't come out to spill. It would only yeah. come out to drink. Yeah. Do they make that? It's like it, it knows that you want to drink and open. No, up I'm you. saying like it can. Does that not make sense? No, I don't think that's doable. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. What about there are there's cups yeah, like that. Yeah, kids drink out of them. They they used to have a spit cup like that called a mud jug. Well, yeah, there could, is this. You could um, spit into mud it. jug's a big brand. Like you could spit into it and and get and then you turn it over and it wouldn't spill. There's a cup. But he needs the opposite that we got. And it's it's got a bunch of holes in it, and on the top it's a it's a circle all the way around. You can drink out of it anywhere, and it's got like the silicone silicone flap over it. And when you drink, when you suck on it, the flap opens off, you know, just naturally, uh-huh. and the water comes out. But you can turn it upside down. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but it's not an open top. Well, it ain't got to be an open top. Well, that's what you said. <laughs> no, I get it. I get what you're wanting, Shelly. <laughs> yeah, they I make mean. them. I'll show you when okay. they make stuff. I need that. But yeah, I was I you know that's what I asked for this year was a good thermos, because like when yeah I think it'd be great for when we do the paddle mission. By the way, if y'all are listening to this, if you've been invited to the paddle mission as a basic course or proof of ground graduate, there's only one spot left in the paddle mission. Everything the the whole rest of the team is full, so just want to put it out there. But for the paddle mission, I think it'd be awesome to be able to fill that thermos up with coffee early in the morning and then <clears throat> as we you know float and and paddle the morning have coffee there i mean that's that's why i want a thermos well and i mean back on to events and off of thermoses the proving ground i think we got one spot left really on the proving ground you know people don't even know what the proving ground is <laughs> people don't we we are the worst marketers on <laughs> how do we get people <laughs> Like we, I guess that's why we get the right people, because yeah. it takes a little bit of effort to figure out what you're even signing up for. Well, that's a, a good thing. A, a lot of the signups too come after the event, like following it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Man, I can't wait for the freaking proving grounds. Dude. Oh, it's gonna be good. We have our first four student instructors coming out. Our first four students that have completed uh, all. Three levels of training, the basic course, the proving grounds, and an advanced alpine mountaineering mission. We've got Pete, John Hogue, Chris, and Hal. And Hal. Yep. We got our first four student instructors coming out, man. It's going to be freaking epic. The proving grounds is going to be epic. Yeah. I'm pumped about it. Um, 
But yeah, what did you ask for for Christmas, Blake? That's a good question. <clears throat> Man, I didn't ask for anything. I don't want people to buy me anything. You don't want a Ruger Red Hawk? Well, Alaskan. <laughs> I mean, if someone was going to buy me something, That's pretty a sweet. gun would be what, what someone should buy me. But short of that. What I, about ammunition? I, I'll also take ammunition. I mean, I'd take it, but I I really don't have nowhere to put anymore. You don't need any more guns. You just you just need ammo. I've been thinking about buying a little, uh, like another little nine millimeter pistol, but that's got the forearm brace on it. I've been thinking about buying one of them. No, nah, you don't need that junk. Um, other than that, I just bought a Glock forty eight the other day. It's a bad decision. Yeah, I know I'm you. You real. like the forty three X, right? Why would you buy? Well, I mean, what what advantage do you get with the longer slide other than just more difficult to carry? Well, I mean, you've I, got I mean, a you little a, bit longer. You get a little more rate. velocity, don't you? Not, I mean, not enough that it's it's going to be a more accurate pistol. Are you shooting the pistol for accuracy? Like, well, I mean, no, not, you're not going to notice the difference in accuracy. The no. pistol, the forty three X, is more accurate than you are. Wait, he wanted it. That's I why know. you buy yeah, the crap you buy. It I was know, on, but it was on blue label. It was a blue label Glock. But he's talking about selling his other gun and keeping that one. Oh. And I'm like... I, I do I do like the 48 better, but I think it's just because it doesn't have that... The 43X has that stainless slide. Or that, that silver silver slide. Yeah, I the don't, old ones do. The new ones don't. I don't I don't like that, that silver slide, no, man. I don't either. That's it doesn't even look like a Glock. Mm -mm. Uh, you know, I've had that gun... I've had that 43X for probably three years. I bought that when I was working with Blackwater, and I actually shot it a lot out on the range over there. It's a great shooting gun. But, yeah, I guess that's why I like the 48 better than the 43X I have is because it's got the regular black slide just like a Glock. For me, the holster I have is a 48 holster. I've been carrying a Glock 43X and a Glock 48 holster. It's the same frame. But um, my holster's extended to where the Glock 48 is going to fit in the holster without yeah. extending beyond the bottom of the holster. So, to me, it doesn't make a difference. So, I'm probably going to sell my 43X or or maybe uh, use it as a duty weapon. We have a new team member coming on in January that's going to need a good duty weapon. Um, and I'll probably carry the Glock 48. So, it was a blue label. It's like 380 bucks. Well, I'm going to carry a... That Red Hawk over there. <laughs> We're going to be out there popping them cap guns. Chili going to come in with the cannon. He ain't even going to be able to shoot steel with that thing. It might knock our targets down. I, I could just see, like, us doing an assault on a house. And, of course, Chili's going to be in the back of the patrol, right? Because he's just, he's not tactically sound. <laughs> but... We're gonna. I can just picture us assaulting a a, a, a enemy complex somewhere. Chili's in the back of the patrol, and and we get a barricaded shooter in a room somewhere or something. And you know oh, we're blow the brakes. We're, we're planking around, you know, at him, and and we just can't we can't get to him. And then we call Chili up from the back of the patrol, um, and he comes up with that hog leg, and we're like, all right, Chili, he's behind this wall somewhere, right over here. Just dump all six shots <laughs> into that wall. And kill this person. Yeah, I'll show you tactically sound. Well, you can just tell Chili. <laughs> I'll blow some, the hinges off that thing. Put some cover fire down. <laughs> Boom. 
the blast off it. You don't have to have many rounds because the echo and the blast sounds it, like multiple. It might collapse the ceiling. It if could. you shoot that thing inside, it may actually collapse the well, ceiling. It's, it's kind of like throwing a little hand grenade in, in the room. How many times have we even needed to be tactically sound? About once or twice. Oh, yeah. I think I failed that. Yeah, but... I didn't have that. That makes oh. up for a world of mistakes there. Well, a lot of times you can just show that to somebody. <laughs> you ain't even got to do nothing. You can just kind of tap it. Like, hey, you can see what I've got here. Do you know that happened to us one time? Uh, I was hanging out with, with my man, uh, Aaron. You know, Aaron actually called me the other day. Really? Yeah. He, call, he called me because our our um, platoon OIC, Brian Bourgeois, died in training uh, last week. Dang. Yep. He, uh, he, he had an accident, fast roping, and Brian was a wonderful guy. Always smiling, always positive, super fit. Just a really, really great team guy and a really great leader. I don't know of anybody that had ever had or has a single bad thing to say about Brian. But um, he was our platoon OIC, and when he passed, Aaron called me. And the first time I've talked to Aaron in years, it was really good to hear from him. Um, but anyways, I was hanging out with him. I had just, I had left, uh, we had finished SQT. And when I got to Virginia beach, I lived with Aaron for like a few months because I didn't know anything about the area. And he, he lived in this like little ghetto in Norfolk. Norfolk is mainly a ghetto anyways. If you ever go to Norfolk, Virginia, I, I, downtown is nice for you guys that live there. Downtown, I, I'll give you that. Downtown is nice, but there's a lot of rough areas around there. And so Aaron lived in one of these rough areas. And uh, we pulled up from work one day, and we were parked out in front of his house, and we got out of his truck, and this mob of people comes up to us. Just old, uh, old just bums, man. Dang. And they start surrounding us. And um, Aaron just lifts up his shirt and just puts it right there, and he had a 1911 right there on his hip. And and them jokers changed their tune real <laughs> quick. I mean, these people were coming to rob us Dang. in the broad daylight. There was about eight of them. Um, and, but, yeah, that's what Aaron did. So Well, Aaron, he, he meant business with that thing, too, didn't he? Oh, he meant business. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd say that if anybody wants to get a kill with a 1911 pistol, it's Aaron. Yeah, and he had eight opportunities right there. Oh, yeah. He was he was probably daring them. He was itching, son. <laughs> them, them people saw it in his eyes, too. <laughs> And, yeah, it uh, may not have been. They may not have even looked at what he was pointing at. They just looked at him. Well, I, like, I can <laughs> tell you, whatever they looked at, they uh, quickly dispersed. Yeah. <laughs> Son. Yep. I'll never forget that. That was wild. Ah. Oh, all right. Well. All right. Let's talk about what the freaking crap happened at PT this morning, dude. Mm. Gosh. Uh, look, man. 
You know, I've had quite a few people ask me to do a podcast all about chili. Nobody, nobody really. That it's just like I have people reach out all the time asking me to to talk about chili. Well, we might do that sometime, but no. Hold. What about me? I mean, just where, what you're all about, man. <laughs> no, you don't. You you don't know what I'm all about, so you couldn't even do that. Well, that would be the point of interviewing you. Tell you one thing you ain't all about. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you know more what I'm not about than what I am about. But, uh, no. All right. No. All right, man. We ain't doing that. PT this morning was a team PT at CrossFit Rome because of the workout fit. Um, it was The workout was meant to be done teams of two. So it was Blake and, and Ron... Uh, no, he was robbed this morning. Oh yeah, I guess he was robbed this morning. Now Rob doesn't work with Three Seven Project, but he he uh, works as the uh, youth coordinator or pastor or something in in the in our in a local church building mm-hmm. here in Rome. And so great guy. We we work out with Rob about every morning. Yeah, he he's really a great guy and. Um, you know, I consider him a team member, so that was Blake's partner. <clears throat> uh, we would have had Coach Krista, but Coach Krista was actually coaching this morning, so she was our coach. And then me and Chili were on a team. You know, I thought we, I thought we at least had a decent chance of beating you guys, until I saw how freaking weak Chili actually is. <laughs> Look, here's the here's the workout we How did. How did you not know that? Here's the workout we did. 50-calorie assault bike. All right? You, we, me and Chili split it up like 25 and 25. Once you're done with that, you do 60 pull-ups. Then you do 50-calorie assault bike. Then we did a 40 strict shoulder press, a dumbbell press. <laughs> strict. Um, Mine were real strict. <laughs> Then 50-calorie assault bike, 10 synchronized burpee pull-ups, 50-calorie assault bike, 40 more uh, dumbbell press, 50-calorie assault bike, 60 pull-ups, 50-calorie assault bike. That's what we did. Look, man, when I saw Chili mount up on them 35-pound dumbbells, (laughs) did they pick him up? (laughs) It was, t- I I didn't know how this was going to end. I like, he looked like a a noodle <laughs> when he shouldered those thirty five pound dumbbells. He looked so much like a noodle that Coach Krista went over to the stack of dumbbells and brought him a set of twenty five pound dumbbells <laughs> and set them in front of him and encouraged him. To put the 35-pound dumbbells down and pick up the 25-pound dumbbells. and Should have done it. And then I started yelling, no, let this be a reminder to him of how weak he is. Well, I wasn't going to use the smaller weight. I was just going to make you do more of the reps. Well, I did. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Well, I did. Well. What the crap is going on, dude? On that assault bike. That that assault bike. Well, let me address it one took at a his time soul. All right, let, let's break this down. The assault bike. Okay. What the heck was going on, dude? He looked dead. 
You can't go any faster than 55 RPMs. You kept screaming about the RPMs, man. Who? What, what's that have to do? I'm, I weigh 140 pounds. What's that got to do with That's anything? That's the power output, man. I ain't. I got less power output. Well, we seen that today. <laughs> I could sit there. Let's sit there and ride that assault bike for 12 hours and see how many miles or whatever it's in meters. We Calories. Cover. Calories. Whatever. Yeah. Let's do it then. Let's do it for a day. Let's do it for <laughs> two days. I mean, it's in these oh, short we'll bursts. Do that. We'll do we can actually We can actually arrange that. If we sat there on an assault bike, us three and... Rob, whoever wants to, Ron, whoever wants to join. I'll, I'll, I'm in the game then. <laughs> Dude. You really think you're in the game? Do you know what endurance is? Oh, yeah. I have that. I don't have sub <laughs> endurance or like any, I mean, anything that's short and fast. Nah. Well, fifty RPMs, you're practically not even moving at that at that. Yeah, RPM. You're kind of just letting the weight of your foot <laughs> mash yeah. the pedal down. Like, As you fall forward, you're pushing the handle and yeah, your foot. I and, could do it all and day. Then you just, all day long. I think Blakely could run that thing at fifty five RPMs all day. <laughs> well, maybe she could. Okay, so you you can't generate power. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's move on to the next exercise here. Okay, I'm not strong. Pull ups. Um, yeah. All right. What? Very, very limited upper body strength. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to know why? I mean, what do you mean? How am I supposed to talk about this? Why did you, Chili, why did you not do many pull-ups? I'm not very good at pull-ups. Not that strong. I mean, what? Dude, I'm good at one thing, and I ain't even that good at that. You know we have to pass the PST, right? Yeah. You ain't passed it yet. I, I, I am confident that I can pass the PST now. By the time we take it at the end of January, I am going to crush that thing. I think I could pass it right now. Well, by the end of January, I believe I could potentially, I think I could get the everything but the swim, but I ain't swam since the... Well, we're going to do swim lessons. I'm going to ske uh, schedule those. Well, I'm going to just go ahead and tell you, if I don't get in the pool with the lessons, because I could go thrash around again, but I ain't going to get it till that till we do that. Do you guys not have a, a indoor pool in Harrison or? Yeah, I got close? one a uh, good ways away. I got to drive about thirty minutes, but um, what well, I mean, but, but yeah. I could do I could start doing that, but I don't even want to do that until I've had one lesson. Because your dad's a dang triathlete. Why don't hey, Je Jeff can't teach you how to swim? Well, kind of, but he didn't really know how. He got, I mean, he could, he has done a long swim pretty fast, in my opinion, but he don't know, he's not technically sound. Well, where you at with your pull-ups? You ain't got no, yeah. have no coaching well, with that. Yeah. Right. I could get, I could get there. Well, why ain't you there? <laughs> what the crap? It's been almost. Why's your run not faster? A month? Why's your run not faster? <clears throat> I said I was doing speed work okay. at the track the uh, other day, didn't I? Is your run not faster? Well, we'll have to see when we do it again. My pull-ups were probably, my, they're probably a little better than they were when we did that. Have you been practicing? Not every day, but I, he said he does push-ups every day. I don't, what the crap? It's easy. The, these these exercises, especially push-ups and sit-ups. Pull-ups, yes, you have to have a pull-up bar handy. So it's, it's not as convenient to practice pull-ups. But push-ups and sit-ups are easy to get better at. 
You can get better at them so fast, but they're weird, man, because you do. You have to do them every day. They're yeah. useless exercise. No, they're not <laughs> useless exercise. Nah. They are literally life, like... I don't think... You, I think... Uh, you push yourself up off the ground, or you sit up off the ground. We just need to call them get-ups. It, both of them are get-ups, and then Chili would like he would agree because you always have to get up. Get up from your back or get up from your belly. Yeah, doing belly get-ups or back get-ups. I want you. We should have done it when we were in the gym. Get down on your stomach, lay flat, and stand up. You know what you'd do? You'd you'd move your leg up, Burpee. and stand up. You wouldn't freaking push with your chest muscles to get off the ground exclusively. That's Not, what a push-up is. Yeah. If you got weight on, you would, or you hurt your darn back. Yeah. You'd still use your lower body. Mm. Yeah, you would. You, you know, your push-ups, you know, some of your push-ups today <laughs> shouldn't even have been counted. Well, hold on. We'll, well, get, to, we'll get to them. We'll get to the after workout in a minute. Yeah, there was no push-ups in I, the I mean, your workout. pull-ups. Some of your pull-ups oh. today, I, I mean, they were just, boy, they got, they got real sloppy. I don't know how to do the kip thing. Okay. And I think that's about worthless. Okay. Because that, that's not even using. Well, if you ever got to pull up, are you going to try to be really strict when you try to pull up, or are you just going to pull up as good as you can? What is this if you ever got to pull up? I mean, you're talking Tell them about. when you got to pull up. Remember the O course out in California, and you got how you had to get up on top of that oh, yeah. thing? And oh, yeah. It'd probably, it'd probably benefit you if you were if you trained strict, though. Yeah, then, I, I mean, you should train. Like yesterday when I did pull-ups, the way I trained is I did five sets of five pull-ups. Strict pull-up, chin all the way over the bar, and then I would do a five-second count negative. Like as I'm coming down, I'd do a five-second countdown coming down. So, yeah, I mean, if you train strict pull-ups – when you do kipping pull-ups, you're going to be able to just blow them that's out, That's what I would dude. do, yeah. Well, I train like a fight, so I just train in kipping pull-ups because that's what I do. But So I do both. Every now and then, you should train strict pull-ups, even if you need a band. If you need a band to do strict pull-ups I because think, you, can't, you can't do a pull-up without kipping, just use a band, man. Just eat your pride. Use a band. Get good at doing a strict pull-up. Because when you get good at those, and and then you're allowed to kip on the PST, you're gonna just you're gonna just blow them out. The PST should probably be strict, to be honest with you. Well, the PST that that that's debatable. Um, I I think because I think it's hard enough with it kipping. I think it's hard because we want twenty. I think it's hard enough with it kipping. Yeah. To be honest with you, nobody's passed the PST yet. By the way. Danny just took it the other day. He did really good. He did good. He failed the push-ups and the sit-ups, right? That was um, close. Anthony took it. He failed. Um, Danny did really well on the swim, though. Yeah, he did yeah. a swim in like 16 minutes. I think he's been uh, really heavy triathlon training. Yeah. That's probably why. Um, so nobody's passed the PST, which tells me it's hard enough with kipping pull-ups. So we're going to keep them kipping, but... All right, what the freaking crap? What were was those next? The shoulder presses, shoulder dude. press. What in the <laughs> heck, Chili? I'm trying to, you know, I wish I didn't get so whipped up because 
Chili, that was sad, Because dude. I'm trying to... You gave me the sads. Because I'm trying to figure out what I'm even supposed to... to I mean... You're supposed to tell me how you're going to get better, man. You gave me the sads today. I don't want to get better at Tell the listeners press. how you're going to get better. Well, okay. I, I, um, I was on the bike, and I didn't get to see many of them, but I heard Rob say... Oh, they were bad. He's doing push press. He's doing push press. I, of course I and, was. And Chad said, he can't push him without doing it. <laughs> Hold on. G- give me a second since he's gone. CrossFit. I, you know, I talked to Jeff at CrossFit Gym, mm-hmm. Jeff Holloway. I love him. Great guy. Glad I got to see him. And, you know, that is his business, CrossFit. Well, I'm just here to tell you, CrossFit ain't my business i don't like it i like i like running and that's dang near it so if you want to sit here and get something out of me you know here's the thing man i'm i am not good truly and this is someone will say oh don't be negative don't disparage yourself i'm not i there is something called reality i am not good at any exercise period however the best thing that I can do is run. That's what I like to do. That's what I train every day. Everything else? No. Nope. Not even remotely good at it. So, Chad is under the impression that I have to get better at these these frivolous activities like shoulder press and push-ups. Hey, would it help me be more well-rounded and health overall healthy like me and Blake were talking about earlier? Sure. Is it going to help make me a better runner? No. That's what's been my goal my whole life. So you're trying to reshift, reshape what my goals are. Dude, you're not going to have a freaking job if you don't pass this PST. <laughs> we'll take back the pistol from you. <laughs> no, I can't be ending. I hate the pistol's his, but... No, you can like, keep saying that, but... It doesn't hold that much weight since you haven't even passed it yet either. Yeah, we but we have to pass it, man. We have we all have to pass it within the next. Um, I haven't set a time for it yet, but there's going to be a time. <laughs> like that, dude. Your entire livelihood depends on this, Chili. If you can't push thirty five pounds over your head <laughs> as a grown man, <laughs> that is that is a problem. If it's hey, thirty five, it, it, it I was mean, seventy. That's Blakely weighs. It, it's seventy pounds at least. Say it uh, with right. one arm. Yeah, but thir- with, if you can't push thirty five pounds over with your one head arm, with say, one arm, say, don't lie. <laughs> I mean, that is. Don't misrepresent what this that was. Is shameful. I. That's shameful. I don't when, disagree. When the coach feels so bad for you that they go across the gym. And get two lighter weight dumbbells and deliver them to you. Although that I, that means that you really look like you're about to hurt yourself. I will say all this crap. Like if we were in there squatting and deadlifting, and Rob was squatting, I don't four hundred pounds. I mean, he yeah, got Rob, some, he got strong. some he got some strong legs. Strong. I don't know what he can do. I don't want to discount him. Mean, make him do more. Um, I mean, why doesn't he just look at you and be like? <laughs> 225, 300, whatever you're doing. <laughs> that's freaking... That's well, because relative to his body weight, it's still good. I weigh 140 pounds, dude. Shoulder press. you can't press. even push 35 over your head with one arm? Nope. 
Mm. All right. Not all that right. many times. I did it a few times with a with a. How did he do on the burpee pull-ups? So oh. the burpee pull-ups, he he stayed with me. He he didn't he didn't stop. I was proud of him there. I could tell he he was getting a little winded there. You know. Yeah. Um. I don't. I wouldn't describe it as winded. My muscles just stopped functioning. Well, you lost all color in your face. You nearly looked dead. I don't know if it was lack of oxygen. Do you see how wide he pale he was? Oh, yeah, he it wasn't pale, lack of oxygen. Man. His lips was turning blue. Yeah. All right. Look, man. You're you are a powerful athlete, Chili. Mm. Um. Uh, you, you have you no, you have not at all. you have the intelligence to get better. You you know enough about diet. You know enough about fitness. What would you, as a person who is subpar, what would you recommend to the listeners that may be where you are right now that want to pass the 307 Project PST, how would you recommend training oh, if to pass the PST? If their goal was the PST? Yeah. As your well, goal is. Well, uh, yeah. Look, th- this is the fit fitness, in my opinion. You should be able to be competitive at a 100-mile race, and and you should also be able to pass that PST at any given time. That is, it is not that difficult. That is a great. It is a great general test of strength and fitness. You should be able to pass that at any time. Just throw down and do it. It does not. If you can pass the PST, it doesn't mean that you can't be a competitive runner. You can yeah. do both, right? The yeah. PST is not I mean, so strength oriented that it's going to take away from your ability to be a good competitive runner. I'm not disagreeing with that, but we, me and Blake talked about it earlier. If you, you can be good at a lot of things, but it's real hard to be decently well-rounded and great at something. Cause you're, you even said pretty competitive at running and be able to do that. I mean, literally I spent years of my life running so much. And that was back when I weighed 135. I mean, I was a bird dude. Like it's, I know, it, it's, I know. it's hard to even comprehend how, like the lack of the, the muscle you lose. I mean, and I'm not saying that's good to do. I'm saying my goal was to be a better runner, you know, and I, I was, you know, I, I don't know. It, it just, it, but anyway, to answer your question, if your goal is to do the PST, how I would train, well, first of all, it does depend on what you, like where you're at, because someone may already have the run and the swim all good. So then, I would mainly just say work on push-ups, pull-ups, and sit-ups then, if that was the case. Uh, but, I mean, if you if you don't hit the run, uh, we could have a long discussion on how you can start. Tell, tell us how you would train. I mean, that's what I want to know. Well, I want to know it's for, hard, the, for it's the listeners. It's hard to give a blanket advice here because... Yeah, but what, let, let's talk about people that are generally fit, like Blake, that, like, they can't... They're not really that good at anything. They're not really that good at anything, but their their body is generally healthy. They're not, you know, three hundred pounds overweight. They're able to get out and train, right? Someone, I'd put Blake like, in this category. Someone like Blake that beat Chad at the workout today and beat him at the PST. Well, the, you did. You mainly a beat things. You mainly PST. beat him in the workout today because I was his partner. He couldn't motivate his team like oh, I motivated oh, mine. He can't. He can't get. So, give the people some training advice to pass this PST. Well, now. it's very difficult to give general advice not knowing where someone's at. So, I'll break it down by each one. If you're not a good swimmer, don't. I would say don't even go swim without having some sort of a lesson on technique. 
in my opinion, because listen, I didn't even, I mean, I was way off of 20 minutes and it ain't a fitness problem. I mean, I can go like an aerobic fitness problem. I can go thrash around for hours. Uh, you know, it's, you have to learn the stroke. I mean, I don't, I can't, I just don't know how to really do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say if you could like go do, take lessons for, I don't know, once or twice a week until you, you'd get it in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, almost assuredly. Now, if, if fitness was a problem, like aerobic fitness was a problem, so you, you still couldn't get to swim. Well, then your run is probably pretty lacking as well, I would assume. And if that's the case, um, to, to, to hit that run, it doesn't, almost everybody has the requisite speed to be able to run uh, eight minute pace. I mean, that's not, you know, a, a lap at eight minute pace. If you can do a lap at that, which is two minutes, <clears throat> then you have the speed to do three miles in 24 minutes. Like technically you have the speed, but you don't have the aerobic ability and capacity to complete a run of that length at that pace. It, all you need is miles. Uh, you need, you know, if, if you don't ever run, uh, and you go out and try it and you get it in 30 minutes or something, well, you just need to be consistent, run every day. Um, or maybe not every day if you're starting from nothing, but you know, five days a week is very consistent. Um, build your miles, you know, go from 10 miles a week to 15 to 20 and then, you know, let your body recover, go from 20 to 25 to 30 and, and mainly just miles working on running economy. I mean, that'll do it, but uh, you can work on certain workouts that would help you for that PST is uh, quarter mile repeats uh, or 800 repeats on the track at goal pace at goal pace. Like, so eight minute pace or, or sub eight, you know, mm-hmm. like right below it. Um, d- do something like, you know, six to eight by 400 or, or, four to six, eight hundreds, and then slowly work on the workout. How you can progress speed workouts is over, like once you do it, you know, and then the next time you you hit the workout again, you can't do the exact same workout at the exact same pace. You have to either increase the speed of the reps, increase the amount of reps, decrease the rest in between. Something has to be progressing. It's like progressive overload in the gym. You have to, you can't just be the exact same workout at the exact same pace every time or you won't improve. You won't give your body a new stimulus. So, um, the run is, is more complex. You could go into way more detail than that, but be consistent is the answer for all of it, but running specifically and those types of workouts, most of your runs need to be easy. You don't need to run fast, but once or twice a week, um, I would add strides to the end of your run. I can explain what those are l- later. Um, but all that will, will get you. We'll get that PST standard really quick. Uh, as far as pull-ups, push-ups, and sit-ups, like I, I've said it too many times already, it's consistency. Um, that's that, that How you get better at anything is consistency and specificity. That, it, you know, a lot of people want to get better at running by they want to know what gym routine they need to do, like what leg exercises, how many calf raises. I mean, is all that bad? No, but you need to run. That's how you get better at running. Period. So how are you going to get better at pull-ups, push-ups, and sit-ups is do them. Um, one thing I used to do a lot back in the day was pull-ups on one day. The next day would do push-ups. The next day pull-ups. The next day push-ups. I didn't do the same exercise twice in a row. 
but I would do it alternating days. I mean, that, that just helped me because it was like a push movement and then a pull movement, mm-hmm. so I'd get a little break from the... So you don't start looking like this? Yeah. I mean, you say you do push-ups every day, and I don't <clears throat> think that's a bad thing, but sometimes, you know, if, if you have shoulder inflammation or whatever, you know, a day from that, a day off of that movement will let you recover and then can hit it better the next time. How I would probably approach the push-ups is first, I would build a base, just like in running, I would try, you know, if you could do 100 a day and then, you know, as the days go on, then try to hit 200 in a day and 300 in a day. Just just numbers. Don't try to do them a certain s- speed or, or fit it within two minutes, you know. I think a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll see how many they can do in two minutes like the PST and then wait a day and then try that again mm-hmm. and then try that again. That's not really what you want to do. You want to increase the volume of it. And then as you, you know, if you can go – you're knocking out 500 push-ups in a day. Well, then work on how fast you can do 200 and how fast you can do 100 and, like, have specific workouts like that. Same exact thing with pull-ups. Um, you know, negatives really help people with pull-ups, like you were talking about, really slow, controlled descents. Mm-hmm. That, though, is, I mean, that's really going to help people get their first pull-up, like jump up on the bar and do a slow, controlled descent. If you can already do a lot of pull-ups, I wouldn't do that a ton. But like how Chad did it the other day, five sets of five with controlled descents, that's a good workout uh, to improve how many you can do. Um, and then sit-ups, yeah, I mean. Don't do GHD sit-ups. They give you hemorrhoids. Oh, on the uh, machine? or yeah. the Yeah, I wouldn't do those either. Yeah. I would just do lots of sit-ups. I mean, I, I would do sit-ups every day. You can work your abs every day. And and uh, but another movement that would help with sit ups, besides sit ups, is uh and also can help you with your pull ups and can pr- be performed in conjunction with pull ups is hang from the bar and do leg raises or toes to bar. Mm-hmm. That's a that'll work your lower abs. Um, sit ups mainly work your upper abs, but you need lower ab strength to be able to. That'll also help your running too. Oh yeah, yeah. Marginally, but sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll usually do the leg raises and hold that and then do pull-ups. Mm-hmm. And, and then <laughs> negatives on the way down. Well, that's, that's rough there. I'll do that like, you know, 15 sets of 20. But no, I mean, that, that's what I'd say. If, if, if that's what your goal is and you're lacking in every single one, I would just start doing something like that. And that's a lot to do in every day. Like if you're if you're lacking in every category and you do every single day all of the exercises, I wouldn't recommend that either. So like no. so how to break it up? You could do sit ups every day. I if depending on how much what we're talking about, someone who's missing every standard. So running five days a week is very consistent. Two days a week of swimming with lessons is, I would say, plenty. Yeah. I mean. Because you're getting the aerobic benefit you need from running, and then you're getting the technique from just being in the pool twice a week. Um, push-ups, pull-ups. If you want to do them every day, fine. You can alternate them. Maybe if you're, if you're really new to any form of exercise, maybe have one complete day of just rest, period. That's, yep. my, that's my general advice. Well, I'll tell you how I'm getting better at, push, at push-ups, pull-ups, and sit-ups. Give you some of my standard workouts that I've been practicing here. Pull-ups, I try to do at least 30 a day. All right? 
if I feel like working negatives, I'll work negatives. If I feel like working strict, I'll work strict. But if I feel like just doing kipping and I just want to bang out a straight set of 30, or I, if I just want to, you know, get 30 in as few sets as possible, um, then I'll do a set of 20 and a set of 10 or something like that, kipping. So I just try to do pull-ups at least 30 every day. Some days I do more, trying to just mix it up from day to day so I don't get bored with it. Push-ups. One of my standard workouts, we did it today, push-ups and sit-ups, is I start a timer. When the timer starts, I do 10 push-ups and then 10 sit-ups. You can usually do that in about 35 seconds. All right? The rest of the minute, you have to rest. When the clock hits the next minute, so every minute, you're doing 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups for 10 minutes straight. That gives you 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups. That's one of my standard workouts. Um, another standard workout I do for push-ups is I will do three max rep sets. So three two-minute blocks, two, four, six. So this is a six-minute workout. I'll do max reps in, in two minutes. But the thing about it is when I do this set, I'm doing max reps until I just can't push up another single push-up. And then I'm not taking a break and then going back at it. Once I can't do another push-up, if I've got another minute left in that two-minute block, that's my rest minute, right? So I do that three times, max rep sets. Um, another uh, push-up thing I did the other day was deficit push-ups. Those are really good, where you get three 45-pound bumper plates, one under each hand, one under your feet, and it allows you to go uh, deeper, right? That's a way to progressive overload. Okay. Like you could add weight to pull-ups. Yeah. You know, if you can do 15 pull-ups but can't get to 20, you know, put a belt around you and add a add some weight. Yep. Same thing with push-ups, deficits. Deficit push-ups. So I've been working that. Um, sit-ups, I'm not far off my sit-up standard. So I'm just doing sit You know, the it's hard to do a max rep multiple max rep sets of setups because that's going to take a while. I'm just doing maybe 50, somewhere between 50 and 100 a day sit-ups, however I want to do it. Um, I need to start doing some of those uh, leg raises or, or knee to elbows. That's a that's a good call. Uh, so that's how I'm working my push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups. The run, if I ever can't pass the dang run, uh, a three-mile run in 24 minutes, just freaking hit me upside of the head with that Ruger Red Hawk Alaskan right there. Just pistol whip you. <laughs> Just pistol whip me, dude. The swimming, I totally agree. It's all technique. Um, and, yeah, we got to get our lessons. So. Well, I'll say, too, um, a lot of that is is basically for people who, what I at least what the general advice I gave was for people who are not even as advanced as you are in all that, you know, um, as you get better, I mean, it's the principle is the same. You have to find ways to make things progressively harder. Uh, yeah, and you know. so here soon, I'm going to start adding weight on my pull-ups and yeah. on my push-ups. How, I'm going to start wearing body armor on pull-ups and push-ups at least one time a week. And how, you you know, if you've kind of hit a plateau with push-ups, you're like, man, I do, you know, I do like 250 every day, and, and I can't. Well, you either have to do more or you have to start adding weight and do the same amount. Yep. You know, you have to you have to do something like that to give your body s some reason to adapt. Yep. Um, and and I would say that workout 
is really good that you do with push-ups and sit-ups because the PST, like some people may could hit every single standard when they were fresh. As a standalone, yeah. But the PST, you have to do it all back to back to back to back, and that makes it way harder. So I would even say, um, and what really makes it hard is after swimming because that's mm-hmm. aerobic exercise for you know 20 minutes is long enough to where you are less strong and can put out less uh less power than you could if you had if you did the push-ups pull-ups sit-ups first so i would even say in your training don't don't do them fresh all the time uh, i always work them after the main workout. I, I would work them after you had gotten your heart rate up and did an aerobic exercise <clears throat> because that's what you do in the pst and you have to get used to your muscles firing in that way because it's it, it makes it way harder. You're way less. I mean, like go do a set of max pull ups and say you get 15, and then a couple of days later, do like jump rope for 10 minutes and get. I mean, catch your breath a little bit, but then go get on the bar. You ain't getting 15. No, I'm gonna tell you what, dude. The the PST when we run that, I want to go home and take a freaking nap when it's done. Yeah, it I mean lot. it wrecks you, son. Like if you're struggling to hit the runtime, if like if you're just barely hitting the runtime when you're just out working on your running, you are not going to hit the standard after the swim, yeah. push up, pull up, and sit up. You, when you're working on these things as individual, uh, you know, individual workout like, like exercises, you have to train to exceed the standard that you think that you know you're going to have to hit at the PST. Yeah. Because if you can't do a hundred push-ups in two minutes, fresh, you're probably not going to be able to do eighty push-ups in two minutes on the PST. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Your three mile time would probably need to be. It's so hard to gauge, and some people are different. But maybe I would say most of the time, you'd need to be able to run seven thirty pace for a flat-out three-miler to be able to even run eight-minute pace at the end of that, most likely. You um, need to develop a training program for people that, that are working on this PST. Can people hire you as a coach? Are <laughs> you doing that? Well, no. I mean, me and uh, David Vahey have talked a lot about it, about me being like a, you know, help doing something with ultra running coaching, but I don't know. I don't know about all that. I don't know how much I could even handle. Like, cause I would want to, I would want to work with people individually and, uh, you really do a good job. You yeah. Know? Well, you're a busy man. Get five, get five individual clients and charge them $500 a month. I don't know. Yeah. That's the way I would do it. I'll coach you. If anybody wants to be coached by me, it's going to be very intimate. Like, I'm either going to come to you once a month or you're going to come to me once a month or at least once a quarter. I'll coach you $5,000 a month. Good gosh. I'll coach you for as long as you want me to coach you. I will turn you into a freaking machine, son. I will turn you into just, you think that, you? I will turn you into, if chili slings lead out of that freaking Kodiak Alaskan right there, you will just absorb it and just continue to, to just crush whatever's in front of you you want yeah listen i'll coach you nobody take anything on here this is all just being spewed out in raw form chad 
will get burned out on coaching someone once. Oh, if I if I coach someone, they will become a special project of mine. I would never coach more than like one or two people. I if if, if somebody is serious about getting turned into just a freaking just a ah, just like me, son. Just like, just kill, just a straight killer. Just like him, he can't I, even complete his own standards. I will I will take <laughs> one or two, oh, but it's man. gonna cost you, right? We got, we got to talk about something. Yeah, something else now. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I mean, well, I'm just telling you how it is, man. Um, you know, hit well, the, hit why the, ain't you turn Chili into that? Hit, He's your hit, dang sidekick. He won't kick. freaking listen to me, nah, man. He never got, calls me. You got to figure him out, man. I don't listen to him. He but, never calls me. I don't listen to him, but uh, he doesn't even like me. You've got to get your <laughs> sidekick. You got to get your sidekick up to par, man. Hey, no, don't. I mean, he's a lot better than he was when we got him. Hey, don't say that. Don't say I don't. But what do you mean I'm better when you got me? I was. Fit, fit as I've ever been. Well, no, it had been a month, a couple months past me being fitter than I've ever been. Yeah, you're you're much better no, off now. You weren't as fit as you ever been. You were as best a runner as you've ever been. Sorry, running fitness. That's all I think about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're. I think you're a lot better than when we first got you. So I, I'm doing good. I feel like I'm doing good. Better at what? Do you have anything to say, Blake? No, y'all. I mean, that's that's all good. I. <laughs> To me, it's pretty simple. If you want to get better at the PST, then oh, yeah, do what the you're stuff. doing needs to be doing needs to be more than what the goal at the PST is, and go do it every day. Yeah, uh, I'm glad to see you losing some weight too and getting in shape, man. I ain't lost no weight. I eat dessert every night, cookies every day. Boy, I'm up to 175 now. Good Are you? gosh, I don't. We don't have a scale, but I, I'm so freaking strong right now, dude. As far as diet, man, I had a theory too that I tested out for a long time. I ate so clean for so long, and that's partly because of how obsessive I am. But I ate that way because I thought it was going to benefit performance, and I basically was like, you know what? I feel like crap. I started feeling real low energy, and I was like, I just need like a cookie or something. So my diet, in um, basically intentionally. <laughs> Was just like trying to eat what I felt like I needed and, you know, get more calories and some sugar. And uh, you know what? I didn't think that stuff would make me feel bad. If you if you eat something like that every now and then in a clean diet, you don't it, would, it don't make you feel like crap. But if you eat nothing but crap, you feel like dog crap. So that's that's also a piece of advice to anybody. Uh, trying to hit the PST or whatever their fitness goal is, is you can't eat like crap all the time and perform well. You just slap can't. Yep. I mean, you can eat it. You know, you ain't got to have a super clean diet 24-7, 365, like never have nothing. But (laughs) you can't eat like that every day. You just can't. I mean, I've I've seen it work in my training. I mean, do you remember when you met me in 2019 when I talked about diet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's on the podcast. People can go listen to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something I need to tell you. We need to figure out how to get where people can listen before the I, I, 70 I something episodes. I opened it all up. They're all on there now. Yeah, Not on the website. I did it just yesterday. You can only scroll down to 70-something. Well, I did it on Apple, they're, 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 and, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I opened it up to where they're all on there. So. Well, maybe. But anyway, that's just a piece of advice on diet. That'd be included in my in my coaching nutrition 
Oh, here it is. Episode number four. Noah Cochran, ultra runner that. and humble champion. Who? Oh, crap. Yeah. We need to go back and change the title on that. Yep. So I wasn't chilly you, then. You got to scroll back to 2019 to hear Chili's original debut on the 3 of 7 podcast. Did you see someone the other day? There was a picture of you and me, and they put Noah? Question mark? I, see, I did see that, yeah. Um. All right. Well, we're about to shut this unit down. I wanted to uh, let you guys know if you want to support the podcast, join us on Patreon, man. We really, really are humbled and appreciative of everybody that supports the show on on Patreon. Uh, it's what allows the show to e- exist. So there's a uh, you know there's a couple hundred people that basically carry the the burden of this show existing. And um, I hope we can live up to that and and provide something good, some good stuff for you guys. So if you want to support it, that's the best place to do it. Uh, if you aren't interested in joining us on Patreon, go uh, leave us a review on Apple or um, uh, whatever you call this podcast player thing on, on your iPhone. Uh, you know, we are up to 1,173 reviews. People really like the Origin series. Yeah. People are talking all about that. Um, here's one of our, let's see, House of Grit. Okay, let's see. Um, it's so hard to read people's names. Here's one, Leche in Cafe. <laughs> I read all these. I'll keep it short and sweet. I found you through another first responder who thought I would enjoy the podcast. I'm a firefighter, husband, father, and follower of our mighty Savior, Jesus Christ. Every time I listen to your podcast, I always get fed some new kind of food, whether it's motivation, accountability, truth, discernment, or the push to dig deeper on certain topics going on in this world right now. You all find a way to convey a positive and impactful message every time. Thank you so much, brother. Uh, Probably the most real show I've ever had the pleasure of listening to. You guys crack me up, by the way, uh, and the way you all crack on each other and challenge each other to be better. I'll be a follower for life. Thank you for taking a stand for Christ and talking about things most people won't talk about. God bless you all. Enough said, Ryan. Thank you for that review, Ryan. That is over the top, man. Like, that encourages me so much, dude. You know, for you guys, all, all we need is one word on the review. It helps the podcast grow. Um... It's becoming harder and harder uh, to get messages like ours out. So if you can leave us a review, subscribe to the show, subscribe on YouTube, and uh, follow us on on Instagram. And if you follow us on Instagram, make sure you click the thing where it notifies you if if we post or something like that because it's getting to the point where if you search for us or other people on Instagram, you can't even find us. but anyways, Ryan, thank you for that review, and uh, thank all you guys that listen, support, and uh, and give us your ear, man. You remember that review you read uh, by Fonzie that was all about chili? Yeah. You know who that was? Who? I know who it was. David Vahey. <laughs> <laughs> How'd y'all find that out? He texted me. He said, hey, I heard you didn't like my review on, <laughs> on iTunes, and he font- put Fonzie on there. Well, um... It just goes to show all the positive reviews of uh, of chili are just plants. They're just yeah. 
It's there's no there's no Chili the Kid, man. There's no authentic positive chili review on there. It's all people like Dave trying to be funny. Well, I appreciate it. Say y'all got to get better. That was absolute. Well, just I mean, it was pitiful this morning. Jeez, and y'all have to get better. Yes, you got to work on uh, motivating your teammates. And keeping track of how he's trained. If your he, teammate is that bad, you got to check in with him every I, well, week. You know and what see I'm going to do? Doing. You know what I'm going to freaking do? I'm going to go down here and I'm going to buy a daggone camper with our business account. I'm going to set it right beside my freaking house and he's going to live in it. Because I can't do nothing with him once a week. Well, you got to figure it out. You got to do something. Chad, I don't need to live with you to train push-ups and pull-ups i got a pull-up bar at my house question is i have to in my mind care about how many push-ups i can look do. man you're gonna freaking care when you don't have a freaking job well, man i mean that that's he won't when he's got a camper to live in <laughs> <laughs> that, all right look man we got to shut this down chili's got to go out here and shoot this daggone alaskan into a brush pile enough said